Mia. And you're listening to Yeah, No, a podcast about starting a business at the intersection of design and healthcare. Yeah. Damn. Okay, that was it. Maybe that's a secret sauce on that one. <clears throat> I, it's kind of, but it is kind of answering machine-y. <laughs> Leave a message. I used to have the, I tell you this story all the time about my friends whose parents have the same name. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. And they named their child a, a rhyming name. So it was Jerry, Jerry, Dan, and Larry. Who was Dan? Poor Dan. Dan was my friend. <laughs> so in preparation of today, today's episode, uh-huh. um, we're talking about inspiration. Yeah. So what I normally do when I feel inspired is okay. I put a note in my notes in my phone. Uh-huh. Like, Mia, I love you. <laughs> yeah, exactly. You're so beautiful. You're the best. I, that's what I think I need right now. I think I need affirmations. <laughs> like on my mirror. <laughs> you're going to do okay today. Yeah. That's, how, that's how good my affirmations can Not You're going to do great. You're going to do okay today. My affirmation would be kill me. <laughs> Please. <laughs> Just let it all go. <laughs> One time I had this table when I lived, you know, when you're in college and you have all that secondhand furniture, yeah. you know, uh-huh. the gross couch the and tongue. the table yeah. or whatever. And I, um, my friend was like, like looking, we were sitting at this, this kitchen table that was wood and she looked down and she starts laughing. I was like, why are you laughing? And someone had carved, I hate myself <laughs> to the top of the table. <laughs> And it had been through so and many I, hands that you didn't know yeah, who it was. Yeah, I, I didn't even know. I never noticed it. Just uh, like laughing. All right. So you make a note in your notebook. No, not my notebook. My phone. Oh, in your phone. You make a in note in your phone. In my phone. So I write it down. Um, so I was like, oh, I, I'll go back and I'll look at what was I inspired well, by. Oh, that's good. That's good. That's good. I know. But the problem is, is this is it's not what, good. <laughs> no, this is what the list looks like. Okay. North Fork. Remember B. Salad Nassoise. <laughs> P31B Red O Wow, this is like your own language to yourself. Haunted Mansion. Except that your future self doesn't understand I don't, I don't the know past what's going on. language. Wind. I was, I was inspired by the wind. Wind. My favorite murder, which I think is a podcast that I want to check out. Oh god, I was about to say. <laughs> it's all the murders that you've committed yeah. and then you wrote down your favorite one. <laughs> I was so inspired. <laughs> you know, inspiration comes and goes. It, and apparently is different to, differently defined for each person. Yeah. <laughs> what may have inspired you yesteryear yeah. may not be so relevant today. I like how it's like P356, <laughs> Red 03. It's like, what? I don't even understand. These are like call names in Star Wars. <laughs> Uh, You're like orange leader P three two six. I'm calling you. I mean, maybe it was a code. Maybe do, like, but what? Maybe if you look on your other phone, you'll have a code for that code, so you know. What I'm that just waiting for means. that chamber. You know, that has the touchpad. That's right. So then yeah, I can just enter in. I know what it is, you guys. <laughs> So inspiration. Yeah. You know, inspiration, I think, is one of those things that we talk about a lot in design and healthcare, And I think it's really important, of course. Yeah. Uh, so that you can keep your energy up and, and you can, you know, get out of your rut. Yeah. But And the original 
title for this working title was The Inspiration Struggle. And I think the reason that we were talking about it being a struggle was because it's hard to be inspiring every day, right? (laughs) Or be inspired every day, as you can tell from your list. And it's also, you know, it's really easy to kind of just get caught up in the work and the daily grind and all that kind of stuff. And so when does inspiration need to come in? And you and I talked a little bit about whether or not it's serendipitous or it's something that's planned. When you're searching for inspiration, it's hard to find. And (laughs) you have to be a little bit willing to step outside of who you are in your comfort zone and sometimes it might lead you to a weird place. I remember one time we were at our old job and our boss was a little bit of a kook in a good way. She's in a, great. In She's a genius. In, in a, a great genius way. way. Yeah. We were working on a project and she goes, I just found this really great inspiration. And then she turned on her screen and it was winged migration. <laughs> the yes. movie. Like a flock of ducks. And it was just it, it was just silent. Yeah. It, was, it was music. There was music in the background. Yeah. And it was just this beautiful scenery with these ducks flying. I know. I mean, she was the queen of you'd get to your desk in the morning and sh- sh- you would have googly eyes, <laughs> a pack of googly eyes yeah. on your desk. We remember the ones that worked, right? Yeah. The, the things that, and I would say googly eyes was on the not worked list. What? But I'm totally inspired by that. How were you inspired? Oh, my God. Googly eyes are the most fun thing to put everywhere. <laughs> They're so multi-purpose. So, oh, I'm gonna put some on your desk because I have some in my drawer. <laughs> I have drawer. so many. I, I have them from her. Them from her, I know. I've been really interested in how to find inspiration in unlikely places. Mm-hmm. My dad, who was on an earlier episode, he's a designer, and he told me the story about his first job. He had a really great mentor and boss, Jack Roberts, who would do kind of crazy things. Like they had a building, and it had an atrium in the center, and he got these orange trees that were in pots but you know when you have an orange tree in a pot they don't really produce fruit Mm -hmm. so he glued oranges (laughs) Uh onto these potted orange trees so that when people came they felt like they were in California Uh so this is like you know in the 60s so at this ad agency he glued real oranges real oranges Uh onto the orange bush so they'd have to replace them every month or so because they'd probably go bad yeah I don't know if they just did it you know, when a client came in oh, or yeah, something. Yeah. So he was always doing, you know, he's kind of like our boss, right? Like just doing kind of... Cookie things. Funny things to shake people up. And one of the his requirements was that people had to go a different way to work every day. And he would quiz you. I mean, it was L.A., so you, people are driving in, you know, traveling distances. But you had to find a new way. And his his thinking was that, you know, you should try to break up your patterns and if you're on the same path every day you're not going to encounter new things but how do you do that you know what if you go to a museum and you're you say oh I'm going to I'm going to go get inspired and then you don't and then you've wasted two hours of your day and you come back and you are still sitting and not knowing what you should be doing for a project because you didn't actually get inspired you know well that's the problem I think is like if if it feels like work why would you do it and I think it what I like about this story about Jack Roberts is that it's just building it into your natural behavior where you're not saying you have to go and, and do a scavenger hunt for two hours to find right. your inspiration, but that like just by shifting 
you know, your perspective, you can come across something new. And we teach. And how many times have we told our students, you know, go out and look for new things. And yeah. they just look at you like, I don't have any time. Or they roll right. their eyes. Or, or I'm just, so busy. I'm so busy. I don't have time for that. Yeah. And really, I mean, what I... I'm always trying to tell the people on our team and our students is that like without that inspiration, your work's not going to be good. Yeah. How would you rate us as inspirational leaders? There's three things that we talked about. One is that you personally need to stay inspired, right? And then there's also the management level of inspiration where you've got a team or students or you're trying to instill some inspiration so that they're inspired. And then there's that top level, which is kind of the leadership level. I don't know. Who's a good, inspiring leader? Mm, we talked about top Barack Park. Obama. <laughs> Barack Obama. So then there's that level of like you are inspiring millions of people, right? right. Or lots of people. Let's rank ourselves in terms of that. Like, okay. how much do you think you do it personally as a manager and then okay. as a leader? On a scale of zero to 10, that is zero to 100. <laughs> as well, I like us, that long, as long as scale. It's like, too. Personal. How much do we stay personally inspired? Yeah. Oh, I would say I'm a 10. Nine, oh. nine or 10. Wow. Yeah. Really? I have to do it every day. What did you find inspiring yesterday? Give me a minute. I'm so I'm bad a three. At, like, on the spot. But I think I'm a three. I remember having this feeling, and my memory's really bad, hence the phone. This is good. I like how you're inspired every day, but then you forget about the inspiration. <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm like the goldfish, <laughs> right, in the bowl. I'm like, whoa, that rock is so cool. You could, and then I'm like, for oh, all you <laughs> see that rock? Yeah. Um, I was listening to the radio yesterday morning, and I have, I've been traveling a lot. The radio. So. Or the I've been listening. Yeah, <laughs> my transistor radio. Like, my into red. My wind up. Red O. Red O. I mean, so it wasn't. You're a three, really. Yeah, I just I'm not. I don't do a good job of it. And when I'm looking for it, I usually do a good job of finding it. Yeah, I'm terrible at finding it in the everyday. Right. I heard a good story yesterday. Actually, this inspired me. Um, it was a story about Airbnb and how they, when they started their company, they did like a workshop to figure out where what kind of experience they wanted to make for Airbnb. And they allowed themselves to imagine if we're a one-star service, if we're a two-star service, if we're a three-star service, and they just kept going up and up and up and up and up. Mm. And then they were like, what's a seven-star service? What's a 20-star service? You know, just this idea of letting yourself go and taking yourself to a place that you normally wouldn't go so that you can imagine what something could be and then how much easier it is to scale back mm -hmm. from the, a higher place. Sure. But it's very hard if you start lowest common denominator and yeah. try to grow it. So there's a, I think it's a six or seven star hotel in Abu Dhabi. Somewhere. Yeah, it, it might actually, I think it might be in Dubai. We went when, actually this was very inspirational. We went to the United Arab Emirates mm -hmm. when I was... Gosh, it might it might it must have been in my twenties. My best friend and I. Speaking of service, we had this um, man who was helping us at this. I think we went to like a hookah lounge or something, you know. And um, we're sitting there and having a good time. And you know, they don't have a lot of just women who come, right? So it's right. a little bit like strange. And of course, this man was you know kind of half service, half flirting, <laughs> you know, kind of with us. He made this bubble like out of just soap whatever soapy water that he had and there was you could clearly see there was hookah smoke inside the bubble or just smoke right Whoa. and then he popped it and you could smell roses <gasps> 
and he was like, I got you a bunch of roses. And it was like the sweetest and nicest thing. I thought that was really inspiring because it was just a different way to look at something, you know, and that's the seven seven star service. Okay, so... You think you're a three, a personal inspiration. I think I'm a 10. <laughs> Give myself a 10. I inspire myself all the time. <laughs> I'm so inspired. Okay. Um, what about as a manager? How do you much do you inspire your team? As a manager, I feel like I actually do better. I think that I'm a five or a six. Oh, my God. I would say you're an eight or a nine or a 10. Yeah? Yeah. You are one of those people that people want to talk to because you always have a good story. Yeah, I think that... And you have a really good eye. I guess where I think that I can improve on being inspirational is in some ways I feel like sometimes I give people the answer. If I can kind of point them to water rather than to actually lead them or dump water on their head. Right. I think that, I, um, you know, it would mean much more. And I think I'm trying to get better at that and not give so many examples or options or, you know, whatever. But... You know, people always, that's what they say to me. They're like, well, if I could get an example, that would be really helpful. Because <laughs> they know you've got like the golden treasure trove. <laughs> yeah. Then they just go do exactly what my example was. I was like, that's not what the point was. Right. Right. So what about you? What about a management level? I think I'm inconsistent. Um, I also feel like my expectation is that inspiration comes from within and that I can only take you so far in your inspiration (laughs) and I want I want people to to have some ownership over being inspired but I I would say I'm probably uh, six seven that's exactly what I was gonna say I think you're a six or seven you inspire through kind of in an art way I inspire through fear (laughs) I had a teacher in design school who would always make us do things and we never would tell us why so we had to go see french films we had to go see like <laughs> french particularly yeah like like uh dada ex- exhibitions yeah. and you know we did it because he was our teacher and and was he was like you've got to, it's an assignment he would assign us things which actually is a pretty good tactic i yeah. should remember that and then we would come back and, you know, he would go through, he was the king of being able to like, like tie everything up at the end. Yeah. Um, but you always went in and resisted to some degree because he would make you see impossible things yeah. like a three hour French film. Yeah. You, you would just be like, why we're doing an assignment on Home Depot? Why, why yeah. are you sending me to go see you know Italian neorealism right but there would always be a connection and I think that that was his point was that like how do you make disparate connections like connections between things that don't have any connection that's a good exercise and I think it's really hard to do and I think that it takes it takes that practice what you're saying right I have to tell you a story about Dada because you brought it up and I would not have brought this up but it just triggered this this is very inspirational you'll (laughs) love this so recently they had to exhume Salvador Dali's body and you know he's been dead a long time right and they said that everything you know was decomposed like it normally should be except his mustache oh shit is it still growing his mustache was like fully there and intact 
Wow. Amazing, right? Amazing. Like You know, because they say your hair and your nails keep growing, right? After... Yeah, but I think it stops after. I mean, I don't think it like keeps growing forever. Otherwise, we'd have like noses coming out of graves and stuff. Okay, so we have one layer left. Inspiring leader. I feel like this kind of goes back to our self-promotion episode because I feel like we haven't done a lot of talking at conferences and things like that. Right. So I would say that I'm probably one or two. Yeah, I mean, just in the tactical part, probably I would be the same. But I do think that when we get up in front of people we don't know we're pretty good at inspiring people yeah that like i do think that that's one of our goals i don't know if you know this about me but i (laughs) i love this i headed up (laughs) this is facts about tina i was on the orientation staff for three years at pratt oh (laughs) you you like and yeah so every you know when the new freshman would come in i would bring you know like show them around and all that kind of stuff and then my senior year I actually headed it up the whole orientation staff so I, I was the, this. the orientation sense. leader yeah and so I had to do a lot of guys we're gonna you know today's the day the freshmen are all coming in we're gonna do great you know that kind of thing like pumping people up yeah and um and then the the other thing that I did I can't this is so weird to me right now even thinking about it but I gave the commencement speech at my <gasps> undergrad at my graduation really? yeah. oh my god yeah. and um I don't remember anything that I said except that I had a, a joke you know in the beginning and of course I wrote it you know at the last minute I just didn't I was you remember the joke yeah this is this is the joke are you ready for it it's going to be so hilarious. It's going to be so inspiring. Yeah. I already feel like I'm okay. inspired by you. It, so I opened my speech and I said that I was trying to find out, you know, how to write a good speech. So I was looking online because online was new then. <laughs> and so I, I went to a website called goodjoke.com and a porn site came <gasps> up and I realized I had put a P instead of the J. It's <laughs> <laughs> a good joke. <laughs> Is that a real true story? No. Oh. <laughs> but Pretty it was good. You must have gotten some laughs. Well, it was really scary, right? Because you have to think about it for a second. Yeah. And so there was just silence. <laughs> and then we all started <laughs> They're like, P. Oh, hold on. Good job. I got it. Yeah. And so it was really. Have you always been funny? I think I've always tried to make people laugh or, you know, it's from my dad. Yeah. Yeah. He's funny. Yeah. You don't think he's so fun- much funny he's haha so- anymore. <laughs> <laughs> he's so cute. Yeah, yeah. So I learned so many inspiring stories about you today. Yeah. I, <laughs> I'm I really inspired. <laughs> I'll forget about it tomorrow. But <laughs> today at this moment. I'm going to try to find inspiration in my everyday. I'm going to stop. I think that the other thing too that people tend to do is that they want inspiration to be big and epiphanous right is that a word epiphical epiphanous <laughs> so th- but that there's going to be an epiphany after the inspiration and i don't think that that puts a lot of pressure on inspiration yeah, that's right it's... and so i'm gonna try to not be so put it up on a pedestal yeah put pressure on inspiration so much and just try to find small amounts of inspiration i'm realizing from talking to you that i think it's easier to be inspired when you're not doing it by yourself yeah. And that's part of why I love working with you and it, why it's so amazing to work with you is that you keep me inspired and 
I think that that's that's the other pitfall that people will may fall into is that they're like on their computer looking by themselves or yeah. whatever. And of course, there's time to do that. But I think like sharing inspiration yeah, is really inspiring. True. And then it allows you to jump to new places because I mentioned French films and Dada, and then you thought of Dada, and then we thought yeah. of <laughs> Salvador Dali's de- mustache. decomposing mustache. <laughs> we got to get a mustache. On that note, <laughs> I've, got a, I've got one right now. Yeah. You just can't see it because I'm hiding behind the mic. Okay, so thanks for listening to this episode of Yano. Yeah, we'll stay inspired. We have two episodes left. This is it. Wow, 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 as you would say. No, you say, whoa, whoa, whoa. <laughs> uh, if you like us, <laughs> whoa, 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 leave us a review that just says, whoa, <laughs> whoa. Uh, leave us a review. We like reviews. Consider subscribing to us so that you can't and you don't miss out on a single episode because every single one is inspired. Jam-packed. You can find us on the web. Yeah, no podcast.com Y-A-H and on Instagram and we're always inspired to be at figure 8 studios here in Brooklyn on Underhill Avenue and this episode was recorded by Michael P. Coleman Chess Smith our inspiring musician who wrote and produced and, and performed our music yep and this episode was edited by Elizabeth Audley we will see you that's not right what we're not going to see them oh next week. Oh my God, week. you are turning into me. I, know, I am turning into me. It's terrible. Did, Michael, did you look it up? Is it, where is it? India? <laughs> oh, oh, that's Was it China? No. Oh. Yeah. Yeah, that's In Dubai. Yeah. Dubai, okay. Ding, ding.